to our Run Club, the podcast where we talk about all things running, right? Yes. What episode are we on, Ray? 28? This is 28. 28. Yeah. Wow. Man, time flies, right? When you're having fun. <laughs> That's We're getting up sure. there for sure. He caught That's... me mid-sip. Oh. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, these hydro flasks really keep your water nice. <laughs> they really do. I love that. They really do. Um, today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about traveling for races. Yes. Right? Yes. So, we had a podcast <clears throat> a few episodes back where we talked about traveling and running. Yeah. And so, today, we're getting a little bit more specific. More specific about races. Like, if you're going to go to a destination, you're going to race. Yes. We're going to talk about that. And for those of uh, you who are watching on video, you'll see there is a guest here yes. who has traveled a ton for races, so we thought we'd bring her on. Uh, this is Katie. Um, if you want, you can talk a little bit about yourself, just for like okay. a couple minutes, give us a little right. background on you, yeah. and then we'll get into our, uh, our topic at hand. All right, I'm Katie. I am a member of New England Distance, so it's a post-collegiate running team in the area, and I've been working here at the Roadrunner for the past five years now. First podcast. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. It's momentous. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, so, uh, how about your running? What did you do in college? Did you run in high school? All that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I've been, I started running when I was 10 uh, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Ran all through high schools on a pretty competitive high school team in New Jersey. I ran at Shippensburg University for college. And then when I graduated, I moved right up here to join New England Distance, and I've been kind of training full-time ever since, wow, trying to see like a, what I can do. Like a lifelong runner. Yeah. I don't know if I can ever stop. <laughs> I know, right? It's one of those things you just get into it. It's hard. It's part of like, your life. Like, I, I took a couple of weeks off after I had the little baby, and then, like, now I'm, like, getting back into yeah. it, and, like, I don't know, it just feels like natural yeah. you know yeah. like mm -hmm. my natural state yeah to be like slightly sore right like kind of tired and fatigued <laughs> all the time yeah. it's a yeah. yeah it's just like how i'm supposed to be yep. yeah i agree <laughs> um so to talk about uh traveling for races i did put the word out to some of our social media platforms yes and i got two two stories i'd like to share i got a bunch of stories but two that are kind of related so both involve the either the person or someone in the race forgetting shoes, which is always my it's biggest a nightmare. Fear. Like, it's common. Fear. It's very common. Like showing up, you just you're like two forget. minutes before the race, and you go to put on your running shoes, and they're not there. It's the it's, it's <laughs> like the worst thing ever. Dropped. It's like yeah. one of your key pieces of equipment, and yeah. yeah. Oh, man, brutal. But anyway, so uh, one of them had forgotten their shoes at, like, a race in, like, just a, like a couple hours away in, like, Massachusetts, and she's in Rhode Island. So I think what she ended up doing, she got to the race, looked down, oh, no, I don't have my shoes, <laughs> went to, like, a local running store, purchased shoes, mm -hmm. and then ran the race. Like, she had enough time, awesome. luckily, yeah. to kind of get, at least get a pair of shoes on her feet. Um which I think is, that's one of my hot tips yes. for when you're traveling, to find a local running store just in case you need something. Yep. Before you go. Before you go. Right, so. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the, the other story that I thought was 
crazy was the you know the Mount Washington road race. Yeah. Um, you run up a mountain, which is <laughs> madness. There's only one hill in that race. There's only one. <laughs> but it's seven point something miles long. <laughs> yeah, and it's terribly steep. It's, and it's terribly that. steep. Um, so the woman overheard the eventual race winner had forgot her shoes, and some lady in the crowd was like, "Oh, hey, what shoe size are you?" And she's like, oh, I'm like an eight or whatever. And the lady took the shoes off her feet, gave it to the eventual winner of the Mount Washington race. That's amazing. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it is nuts. And the lady likes to joke that her shoes won the Mount Washington (laughs) race. So she should have gotten some of the prize money as well. She should have, for sure. At least like a, you know, 10%. But now that's I heard the cool thing about running community, though. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah. Like, Everybody's so friendly. Right, right? <laughs> She's probably like, you look really fast, yeah. and you might you win. You do. You need shoes yeah. more than I do, so <laughs> let's do this. I heard she came down with a really bad case of her athlete's equipment. <laughs> <laughs> like, infected and horrible oh, surgery and that stuff like that. disgusting. Yeah. Had to add that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be, I don't know, would you run in someone else's shoes? I would. In that situation? Yes. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Really? I feel like in high yeah. school, yeah. we did that all of that. Uh, that's, that's like a little true. more common. You just like switch jerseys right, and shoes. Right, that's true. Shoes like spikes and yeah, stuff. It's yeah, it's like whatever. At that moment, you don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> right. That like, isn't running barefoot. So right. let me ask you, would you rather... Would you rather... Run in somebody's shoes or somebody's singlet? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Are they all the same size? It'd be all yeah. the same So size. they all fit. They all fit. Okay. And you have to pick one or the other? Like, you don't pick the single, you don't have shoes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I just wanted to Oh, idea. okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, my. Mm, I would go... I'd go singlet. Yeah, I'm going to go singlet, too. I would absolutely go singlet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I had to choose. Right. But in that situation, I would have taken the shoes. I would have run in it. Yeah. Right. Sure. I guess there's, like, a couple of different... Like, if they're, like, a really... Like, they did a really vigorous warm-up in the yeah. singlet. I don't know if it would... I should have said that. That should have been, a, that should have been the very condition. Very sweaty. Like it's After the warm-up, sweaty. would you choose the shoes or would you choose the singlet? No. Still going singlet. Yeah. I, I, I am too. Yeah, I am too. it's still a little less funky than the shoes, for yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> so, have... Have you done any races that are like not local that maybe you've had to fly to or like drive to? Oh yeah. Yeah. You've Pretty much most place, of my right? races are yeah. either let's see. So I've done one and two in Scotland, Edinburgh, uh, that's where it was, um, El Salvador, Trinidad, and then like a West Coast, California, yeah. Oregon. So you so travel you can... for races a lot. Yeah. Do you have any like uh like hot tips for folks. Yeah, there's like, definitely an art to traveling. It yeah. takes some getting used to and planning, lots of planning. So yeah. pre-travel, I like to scope out like places to run, um, mm-hmm. maybe some restaurants and grocery stores that will be near where we're staying, um, just to take away some of that stress so that when you get there, you're not scrambling to try and figure out, oh, where am I going to do a shakeout or where am I going right, to right. go for a run or... Yeah. I need a Gatorade or whatever. So it just kind of takes away some of that stress to just be prepared ahead of time. Um, and like you mentioned too, like mm-hmm. having a local running store, I've yeah. needed that before yeah. um, when I brought spikes, but I didn't have spikes to go in. Uh, <laughs> so oh, I was yeah. like, I need thing. some. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, pre-travel as well, you know, I like to pack foods that are 
familiar you know with myself that oh, i know yeah. work well for me so like yeah, yeah. justin's almond butter packets or like bagels like simple foods that i know that i'll need right right yeah. i know that when we did uh my wife ran the chicago marathon and we didn't do that so i remember looking around for like places that we usually eat like a starbucks or right. like a Huh. Something familiar. Yeah, something familiar. So, like, I know, like, okay, if I go to Starbucks, that bagel is going to be the same bagel right. that I'll get at the Starbucks here. So, I know it'll work. Mm -hmm. um, so, she was like, because she was in a panic. And I was like, there's a Starbucks downstairs. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll get you a bagel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it gets stressful. It's, I mean, it's, it's stressful just you're going to race, and that's, it can raise your exactly. anxiety level. You don't want anything else but yeah. to add to that. Try so. and eliminate as much stress beforehand yep. as possible. I pack a ton of food. You can ask anyone on my team. I have a massive bag of food that I bring usually on the plane. But I always get really hungry when I travel. I and if I don't eat, I'm going to yeah. crash and burn. So yeah. I just yep. plan ahead in that sense. And airplane uh, food is not very good. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, tend, to, <laughs> I, I tend to find that I, I dehydrate when I'm on an airplane. I think you actually do. So yeah. you've got to take care of your, mm -hmm. you know, your, your fluids too. So. You want to make sure yeah. you're drinking more than just water. So either some sort of like fruit juice or ginger ale or something else to give you a little sugar and mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, extra electrolytes. Something other than water that will just kind of like flush you out. Yeah. So you can alternate your drinks. That's that a, see, that's a hot tip. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like to try and stick to routine as much as possible, yes, but yes, control yes. what you can control, but then be flexible with the rest because there's always something that kind of goes wrong or not as expected. So you right. kind of have to be able to roll with that and not let that completely, you know, derail everything. Right. You just have to. Do you have like a routine when you're like <clears throat> packing stuff? Like, okay, the race day stuff yeah. goes here, mm -hmm. the this goes here. The... Yeah. Definitely. It's yeah. laid out. I like to make sure I check things multiple times. Yeah. And a huge, um, you know, one thing that I always, always do is pack my uniform and spikes or flats, depending on what race, mm -hmm. in my carry-on In your carry-on. I was going to ask oh, you about Because yes, yes, yes. you never know if your bag gets lost, at least you're prepared for race day. Right. That's what I had put down. Mm -hmm. as like an yeah. emphasis uh, on that race day yeah. gear. So yes. yeah. That's the most important yeah. piece, sure if nothing else, that. as long as you have your uniform and your shoes. Right. You could wear those around... Yeah. All the day. whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you could have that all when you're yeah. in your airplane. Same <laughs> right. in your, I forgot last my clothes. <laughs> but I hey, I'm one. racing in a couple right. of days, so I've got my <laughs> uniform on. But no, can you imagine? You know, uh, if yeah. you pack it in and, you know, you, your bag, you're going to San Francisco yeah. and your mm -hmm. bag goes to Pittsburgh, you're in trouble. Right. So, yeah, right? and that, that happened to one of our teammates out in, when we went to Edinburgh in Scotland. Her, her bag never made it. Oh but luckily, goodness. she had her uniform and everything in yeah. her back. So. I guess you could always buy some other clothes mm -hmm. yeah. if you're right. If you're if right. you have the means, of course. <laughs> um, but it's tough to. It's just easy to be yeah. prepared. And, yeah. You know. Be ready to go. Just better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Always be prepared. Yeah. Right. <laughs> awesome. So, do you have a routine, Ray? If you travel, do you have like a little like ritual you do with your packing? I just try to start a little bit earlier. Because yeah. generally, if I'm going for pleasure, I will, you know, I usually am a last minute person as far as that's concerned. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to run a race, right, or I plan on running at my destination, for sure, I, I take a little more time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Start a little bit earlier, have my list, deal with that stuff, the things that mm -hmm. I'm going to use for running. And, yeah. Right. Yep. I'd say, too, like, if you're traveling for, like, a say it's not, like, a super far away race, and you are luck, lucky enough mm -hmm. to have like your bib number beforehand. Mm -hmm. I always pin that thing on 
to the singlet as soon as they can. Because another one of the folks on socials had said that they forgot their bib number for the race. So, like, they picked it up the day before, then got there and didn't have it. So, like, as soon as I get it, I put on that singlet and then, like, lay out all the clothes and... I have a story about that too. In (laughs) high school, yeah, yeah, my high school teammate, we were at the Foot Locker regional championships, so we were the race was to qualify for Foot Locker's national championship. And my teammate, she was definitely going to be right there in the top five or so, and she forgot her bib. We were on the starting line. The gun went off. She was like, "Oh my gosh!" Her dad ends up meeting her at the mile marker, the first mile, and he just like. (laughs) tosses it to her she catches it and like pins it on and ends up i think she won she the race it, or she like, actually pinned it on, she pinned just it on in the race i would have just held it in my hand that's amazing <laughs> she went on to either win but i know that she made it to foot lockers and it was just like really wild that panic like, like oh my oh, god no, i don't have my bib yeah so it's crazy yeah that's a, i mean it's impressive that her dad like, i know realized yeah it, it was like, like holding it oh, it's like no. oh my god Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so yeah, make sure you get <laughs> that bib on. number. Yeah, get that bib number on there for sure. Just pin yeah. it right on. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, so any other like pre, pre-travel tips? Um, I'd say more like during, like if you're on a plane or if you're taking a longer car ride, I try and get up like once an hour oh, okay. for like 10 minutes to so just move around, do okay. some stretches, just stand, oh, gotcha, yeah. flush out the legs because... I personally, like, if I sit too long, things just get really locked up yeah. and really tight, and then I feel pretty bad. So it's just better to get up and walk around. And even with car drives, I know it's annoying to, like, stop, yeah. but you should stop and walk Move around, around a little yeah. bit. Stretch and it out. Just stretch. Get the blood flowing Yeah, take, take that extra 10 minutes or whatever and make sure you're moving around. Yeah, makes yeah. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Do you bring, like, any, like, foam rollery type stuff <clears throat> or, like? Massage oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, so definitely. In case. I bring my orb, a lacrosse ball, some bands, um, R3, roll recovery R3. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's that one's a, like good. comes with me pretty much everywhere I go. Gotcha. <laughs> Those things are like kind of easy to yeah, pack. Yeah, a small. Yeah. Yep. They have like, that right tra- in. like travel sized massage mm-hmm. implements. Yeah, fit yep. right in your yeah. carry on. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. And then, like, so if you were <clears throat> like booking. So you had to do this all yourself, and you had to book a hotel. Do you, how far in advance, like I like to give myself like at least like a day or two on either end of the race, just to be like there Mm -hmm. and like comfortable. Um, What do you think? Do you do like at least like a day or two? Yeah, Um, I usually do two days out. I'll arrive at wherever the race is. So then you have a full day to just kind of, you know, the full next day to kind of relax, right? run, sleep, whatever, and then get ready for race day. Yeah, and I so usually you've got like a day, day where you can yeah. like get mm-hmm. there, get situated yep. in your hotel. Like a day of travel, day of relaxing, and, and then, then race, race day. day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The sense. weather conditions or climate might be might be something that you'll have to get acclimated sure. to. Oh, that's um, true. Or yeah. altitude mm-hmm. might be something, although... Or if there's a big time difference, so like if you're traveling across yeah. seas, right. a lot of times there's a, you know, five, six hour time difference right. so you kind of have to adjust to that as well yeah that can be tough man mm-hmm. right i've never done any i don't think i've done any races where i've had to like adapt to the mm. like environment like the altitude or the well maybe the time zone a little yeah. bit but like i can't imagine having to like travel to a race and have it be at altitude yeah. and then be like 
suck and win the whole time. Some people do that. <laughs> I mean, gonna be you rough. Yeah, travel out to Denver or, you know, Yeah, we had that. That's City. what happened in college. Our, our national meet was in Pueblo, Colorado, and that yeah. was at, I think, just under 5,000 feet. So that was a huge adjustment. It seems it's a huge it was, adjustment. It was it really honestly really a little bit. <laughs> it <laughs> seems unfair. Yeah. But that was right, like, exactly. It, it, it does seem unfair. Like, what about the people but, who would, like, live there? Right. Yeah. But in those situations, you just have to be able to adjust and know, like, okay, the times are going to be a little bit different, or I need to run, like, 10 seconds slower per lap, or right. you just have to have a plan going in, yeah. like, how you're going to approach the race. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you give yourself like two days on the front end. Yeah. And then I like to give myself like a little bit of time at the yeah, end to enjoy. to enjoy the city yeah. or whatever. If it's like right. a new spot. Like I remember when we did Chicago, I, I can't remember how long we stayed, but we gave ourselves like a couple of days after and it was cool to like explore the city and yeah. like. And that's so nice. A nice way to celebrate the race and yeah. start your downtime off of running. Right, and if you've done, if you're traveling for like a marathon or something, you probably don't want to travel the day <laughs> of or day after. Yeah, it's not necessarily a good thing physically to travel. If you right. do a marathon to travel, like by airplane, mm-hmm. right. Um, right after the race, I mean, and getting in a car or something and traveling a good distance after a marathon. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. traveling after no matter what's kind of right. Yeah, rough. I remember mm-hmm. I did the <laughs> I did the Boston marathon, and then my wife and I were going to go on vacation like the day after to Maine and I just mm. we went finished the race <laughs> got, in, dro- car. got in, car. in the car and drove oh. for like six hours and it Did was like the, the first oh. yeah the <laughs> first, yeah the first bathroom stop you just kind of like <laughs> rolling out of the car yeah that was a rough one for sure <laughs> um so i think let's see let's take a little break we talked a little bit about like the pre like travel stuff we'll take a little break We'll come back, and then we'll talk about kind of like getting there and then the after the fact type of thing. Cool. Sounds good. All right, we're back, and uh, we're talking about traveling specifically for races. Um, We touched a little bit about like kind of the booking hotels and all that fun stuff and the pre-race stuff. Um, Now, when you get there, do we... um, check out like the race course and like do that type of stuff i it's tough to do with like a marathon to familiarize yourself right. with the course obviously but sometimes i like to go and like at least look at the map at the expo like that type of stuff anybody do that ever um i think it's good to see the course a little bit anyway just yeah. kind of takes some of the edge off certainly if it's a long race you're not going to be able to go and do the whole thing but it's just right. i think being in that area and can checking it out and kind of like helps take the edge off yeah right yeah yeah day before the race i like if it's a cross-country course i'll usually go to the course and try and at least run it all of it if not part of it mm-hmm. um but yeah if it's like a longer road race typically you'll just find somewhere flat and cool to go run right um but yeah, it's definitely important to at least check out a map and just kind of know what to expect yeah. um, in the race. So be prepared in that sense. If you can't necessarily get to the course, then yeah, look at I, a map. <laughs> right, and I found too, this is another area where like <clears throat> runners are like super friendly. You can always yes. like, if you know somebody's run the mm-hmm. race before, yeah. you can always talk to them yeah. and try to like at least get an idea of like, okay, is there a hill at mile two? Mm-hmm. Or like, do I have to look out for like, Right. Um, you know, a really steep hill at the end or whatever. 
Um, so yeah, talk talk to folks. You know, when you get to like the expo, um, maybe you talk around like gab with other runners <laughs> and figure out what the course looks like. Yeah. Um, so you talk a little <clears throat> bit about like the flying afterwards is rough, right? Do you have any like tips for like flying before or after the race? So you mean like the day yeah, when you get when there? Yeah, when you get there or like yeah. when you when you're say you're coming home too. Like I've run my marathon, my legs are real sore even though it's been like 2 days. Do you any like tips for yeah. when I'm on the plane? I always wear compression socks on the plane yeah. to and from. Um, nice. I think that helps a lot with just like swelling, um, you know, tight muscles and all that. I find yeah. that I come off traveling a lot better when I wear them. So that's definitely something you can do as well as just hydrate, drink a lot of water, a lot, a lot of, of water. electrolytes. Um, again, get up and stretch as much as you can. Mm. Um, walk around a little bit. I usually get the foam roller yep. in the aisle. <laughs> People love that. People love that. People love that. <laughs> yeah. that. Hey, come on, I'm doing I'm rolling out here. I don't care about the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I usually hit that up mm-hmm. on the airplane. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so I, those are good. So like flush the legs out, yeah. make sure that you're moving around. Um, when you uh, are at the race, right, say... This happened to me when I did the tri- I did like the hood to coast race, mm. and I ended up getting like a bunch of stuff. Like I had a medal, I have like T-shirts yeah. that maybe don't fit into my luggage. Mm. I always try and <laughs> like. So with the foam roller, sometimes there's an empty space in the middle. I'll stuff things in the middle. (laughs) Or if they give you a cup, I'll stuff my socks in the cup and then Oh, all right. So there's ways you can So there's like some little tricks to packing in. All right. I like it. And that's good for going out or coming home. Or just wear more clothes and then (laughs) That's a good idea, yeah. Or just wear all the swag they give you and look cool on the plane. You you get stories to tell. Exactly. I like that. The packing tip, the foam roller. The foam like roller, that. yeah. that's key. That, that saves yeah. a lot of space. It does. Yeah. It does. Jam it right in yeah. there. That's Rolls awesome. Yep. Yeah. Just roll things. <laughs> that's great. I was curious about, Katie, I was curious about um, we, in all the locations that you've been to. Yeah. Um, say you're just walking around town, going to get a bite to eat, or warming up. Is do you ever worry about security? Do you ever worry about safety and that kind of thing? And if so, oh, yeah. what do you do? You know, what are some tips? You know? Yeah, the only time, you know, I've really ever felt uns- not unsafe, but that we were given warning was traveling to other countries. So yeah. El Salvador in particular, um, we had es- like police escorts with us the entire trip. Okay. Um, and that was a, U- a Team USA event. So they okay. kind of, make sure everyone's taken care of um and there were pretty strict rules and that you couldn't walk around you couldn't leave the premises of the hotel at all and you know and if you had to something you know usually a coach or someone would have to go and do that so again that's a scenario where ahead of time i was very prepared you know i packed everything i needed or that i knew i would need you know bars breakfast foods because that's another issue when you travel to 
in other countries, you don't always know the food situation, yeah. what yeah. you, what they'll be giving you, or yeah. or what yeah. sits well in your exactly. stomach. Right. Exactly. So yeah. that's where I'm that's like, all right, I got my bananas, you know, yeah. almond butter, bagels, whatever I need. That at least for race day, I know I'll be okay. Yeah. So you just have to plan ahead. Yeah. Um, but I would say typically, you know, I haven't always, you know, I've never really felt unsafe. Cool. Um, aside from. Just oh, abroad situations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Hey, would you check out the, if you, I don't know, when you warm up, do you ever like check out the neighborhood and mm-hmm. make sure it's like, you know, in a good area? Because I remember I did, not to speak badly of Hartford, Connecticut, <laughs> but I did like the Hartford half marathon and I was doing my warm up and it was kind of in like a seedy yeah. area where I ended yeah. up and I was a little bit like, all right, well. I don't want to go that way. Right. Warm it up. Yeah, you, you definitely know? have to be aware of your surroundings. I usually try and warm up, kind of like see where other runners are going. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, yeah. if you're yeah. unfamiliar with the area, and yeah. just kind of follow along, um, in that sense. But yeah, certainly be aware of your uh, your surroundings right. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I know that like uh, even just not for safety or whatever, it's not, it's good to know like where you're running. Right. You know, when yeah. you get familiar with mm-hmm. with the spot. And maybe you're running and you'll see like a cool local restaurant that you yeah. want to hit up and you mm-hmm. can stop by thereafter. Um, yep. So I always like to take the either the day before and do like a nice warm up either on the course if I can do it or like nearby just to like. Yeah, find a good trail or something yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when we talked a little bit about like acclimating to like the climate or whatever. Is there um, like a packing strategy to like, say it's, you're in, I don't know, Rhode Island and it's like 80 degrees, but you're traveling to like Antarctica <laughs> to the Iceland. Iceland to like, yeah, that's something to think about too. Mm-hmm. You gotta be prepared for that like yeah. climate change. Yeah. yeah, you might yeah. be going from sub-zero temperatures here in the Northeast down to El Salvador, you know? yeah. so yeah, you've got to be ready for that. And that's something, yeah, you can start to think about well in advance. Um, just, you know, for me, like when I get into those really hot climates like El Salvador or Trinidad, um, I really struggle with electrolytes for mm-hmm. some reason. I just feel like I can't get enough in, so I bring like salt packets and really, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I also bring like... Um, uh, <laughs> a lunch box where I can stuff ice into it and extra washcloths. And I dip that in like ice water and just wrapped around my oh, right. neck yeah. like the whole morning while I'm warming up, all that stuff. Just like <coughs> just keep idea. your body cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of little tricks like that to be prepared for like an extreme climate change. Right. Yeah. I think the preparation is the, the main thing. Yeah. That's Being the key. ready exactly. to rock. Yeah. yeah. Knowing how your body responds to certain climates and just doing the best you can ahead of time to prepare for that. And also, like, a few days out, like, start alternating electrolyte drinks with water. You know, every other drink, make it an electrolyte drink. Yeah. So that, you know, when you're, not, when you're getting to the race, you're not already dehydrated from travel or whatever. Right, yeah. I think a lot of folks... start that process. Yeah, a lot of folks will wait until they're, like, thirsty right. to drink. Yeah. And then you're kind of in trouble. Right. Got to stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, a certain amount of liquid you consume i don't i don't it's really just like keep track of it i just kind of drink yeah. all day yeah. yeah i just try and make sure i alternate at least so i'm not just flushing out my system with water only right so yeah i mean ray 
he's got his hydro flask. Yeah. So. I've got my hydro flask right here. <laughs> that thing is what, what, what a 32 ouncer? That's a 32 ouncer. So, how many of those you knock back in a day? In a day? About 18. 18 of them? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. A few. I try to anyway. There are days, that, some days I'm better than others. Yeah, but yeah. for sure. Let's stay on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, as a runner, you got to stay on top of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also had another tip that just kind of just, it's on my notes, so yeah. I thought I'd mention it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, what I try to do when booking hotels is try to get a hotel that's relatively close yeah. to mm-hmm. start-finish line yeah. area. If yep. possible. Yep. So if you can, like, look, see where the race start is on the little map, and then figure that address out, and then find a hotel that's within, mm-hmm. like, a mile, two-mile radius of that, if possible. So plan ahead. Yep. Because uh, it's good to roll right out and just... I know, right? You know, mm-hmm. just do your warm-up. You just do your warm-up. Right over at the starting line. Right that's over it. to the starting line. And then afterward, just, you don't have to, you just have to worry about that transportation that's one more thing to have to deal with yeah. and worry about Definitely. so yeah because i know i think when we did the philly marathon i think i ended up running like 35 miles because my stupid hotel was like <laughs> oh, three or four miles away and that was like yeah. Yeah. so i ran from the hotel to the start to get to the um to the start get my stuff and then ran the race and then finished oh, the race what? Had to run back. I, and Christine, my wife, was running. So I went back to the hotel, ran back to the hotel. Because I had never run a marathon before. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, whatever, I could do this. I've been running my whole life. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. And so I ran back to the hotel. I had, like, a little bit of time. And so I got her stuff because we didn't do the bag check thing because I thought, oh, I can get, run 30 miles, whatever. <laughs> and so I ran back to the hotel. I was exhausted. I like wanted so bad to just, just take a lay nap down. on the bed. I, know. I was like, "How long can I Maybe wait here I just before I have to go?" Yeah. yeah, and Clunk. so so I got her stuff, and then I like ran back to the finish line. She finished, and then she was smart and ended up getting a cab yeah. back to the hotel. And I was like, "Oh man, I should have done that," but. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you can get it closer, you can get to that finish line, the better. Or try and schedule like Ubers or Lyfts ahead of yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You can schedule those. So. See, that's something I don't know. You I know? didn't know you could do that. Did you carry Jump a little bites? money with you? Do you like put it in your shoe or pin <laughs> it to inside your uh, shorts or something? That's another know. hot tip. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> just keeping a twenty-dollar bill somewhere. Yeah. Zip it in. Right in the shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Just to have a little extra. Like so you that. can pull a Rosie Ruiz, like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you need to get a cab to bring it to yeah. the finish line, right? So, no. Something not, to think about. We don't advocate cheating. No, we don't. But seriously, might have a little extra money to, if you need. That's true. Cab fare. Yeah. So, Although nowadays, you can pay for stuff with your watch. Yeah. Right, exactly. Isn't that's that that's a good thing. Yeah, it is creepy. Yeah. I bought groceries the other day. I was like, booping. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Um, any other hot tips, Katie, <clears throat> for traveling for a race? I'd say, I guess, overall, the theme seems to be just be prepared ahead of time. Yeah. Search things out, you know, a few days out. Make sure you've got everything you need, know where things are. And then, yeah, just really try and... I think a big thing is just sticking to your routine. So, like, on race day specifically, do what you do. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Don't worry yes. about yes. what yes. other people are doing, how yeah. fast someone else is warming up, whatever. Just do what is familiar with yourself. Right. Um, and that's like not yeah. just like r- the running part, like the eating, yeah. the like warming up. Yeah. The if like, you need to nap, go nap. If you take a shower before yeah. your race, take a shower. If you yep. need to nap, nap. Make mm-hmm. sure you're doing like the usual thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, as you were saying, like when you are actually racing too, don't get caught up in the whole like atmosphere right. of the thing. If you're trying to hit like a time, unless you're like there to just enjoy it right. and have fun, then, then get in. caught up yeah. in, in it and have a blast. But if you're there to like run a specific time, don't get like sucked out <laughs> by the crowd. Just run your race and. And even with pre-race expos and stuff like that, like definitely pop in, hang out for a little bit, but maybe give yourself a time limit so that you're not spending hours walking around on your feet ahead of time and expending a ton of energy. You know, you've you've put a lot of effort into your training, so you want to see that result on race day. So just be mindful of that as well. Yeah. Maybe cut yourself off after a little bit. Go sense. take a nap, put yeah. your feet up, and don't try any crazy samples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do anything. Don't do yeah, that. don't try yeah. anything yeah. new. Not a time you know, to try samples or anything like that. No, mm-hmm. save those for afterward. Yes, if yes. you want to. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Any other tips, yeah. Ray? Um, it just try to enjoy yourself too. Enjoy mm-hmm. it. You know, I mean, you go through all this preparation, um, and just try to take it in and have fun with it. And enjoy it during and after if, if you can. During is kind of tough, especially if you're competing and you're trying to hit a certain time. Sometimes you you get in a zone, and but yeah, you really want to try to have some fun with it. That's why I always like the idea of having a day or two afterwards. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? So you don't have to travel and put that stress on your body, but so you can kind of relax and enjoy wherever you are. You know, so yeah. that's neat. Right. You can be focused for the race, and then afterwards you can know that you have time to. Yeah. Yes. Relax exactly. a little. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be curled up in a car. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> For like six hours, <laughs> ramping up like crazy. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, well, that was a fun episode. Yeah. It was. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks, Katie. Thanks for coming, coming on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Sure. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see y'all next week for episode 29. Episode 29. Ooh. Getting up there. 